gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I am Zen. And I am Emily. Welcome to another water cooler episode where sometimes it's Disney and sometimes it's not, but it's always fun and interesting. So today I want to start off with something that is not Disney, but it might remind you of something that you may have seen at DCA. So Knott's Berry Farm, which is like just down the street from Disneyland, like, I don't know, like five minutes, if that, away in Buena Park, California, released a new ride that is actually based on an old ride, which I really love. Like, imagine if the People Mover came back, but it was like a slightly different ride, but it was still like the People Mover. Like, would you go nuts out over that? Because I would. Isn't that the um the the flying saucer ride that was reinvented as um the wheels in Cars Land? Oh yeah, they did do that, huh? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> but it still failed. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 and just like the old ride, it failed again. Right? <laughs> so Luigi's flying tires, that's what it was called. Imagine that, but this time it but succeeds. Better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so back in I think it was nineteen seventy-five. They created a ride called Knott's Berry Tales, and it was a dark ride for Knott's Berry Farm, which up to that point, I think, had mostly had, like, they had Ghost Town, they had some other kind of interesting little, like, shows and things like that, but I want to say it was, like, their first dark ride or something like that. Um, and it was actually designed by Rolly Crump, who you may know from Haunted Mansion. He's the guy that kind of created all the weird and like super wacky stuff that's in Haunted Mansion. Like, you know how there's that chair in the hallway that like kind of has a face to it? That's him. That's like his thing. His style. Yeah. Nice. Cool. So he made this ride and it lasted until um, 1986. And the whole premise of this ride was you had these bears who um, like owned a berry factory and they made pies and different things like that. And then they took these pies to the fair. But on the way to the fair, you went through, I think it was like the weird woods or something like that. And like, you know, it was very rolly crump. It was very like weird and interesting and spooky things and zany and, and fun and colorful. So like rolly crump the ride basically <laughs> with a knots <laughs> flare. So that lasted for a long time and then they took it out and they replaced it with one of the best rides ever kingdom of the dinosaurs, which you've heard me talk about a million times. I miss it desperately and I still miss it desperately, but they replaced that with some like crappy, like I forget what it was called. It was like the iron reef or something like that. I never wrote it. Have you, did either of you ever write it? Um, apparently is gone now, so no. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't ring a bell, so no. It was some kind of like, you know, deep sea adventure, virtual reality kind of thing, but it wasn't very popular, I don't think. And so they replaced that with a new type of ride where you are going back to the fair and it is reintroducing the um, the Nod's Berry Tales theme. But this time, it's kind of like Midway Mania. So what you do is you sit in these cars that look very much like the original cars from the first ride. And you have these little, like, 
kind of berry mason jar shooters, and they work the same way as the Midway Mania ones. And Wait, is this on the second, like on the second floor? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I did ride that ride that you're referring to. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you like that one? It's a shooter ride, right? Yeah, I think it was a shooter. You know, my um, it, it's very much like it's very much like the Toy Story ride. Mm-hmm. You know, where you shoot stuff, but it's much more video gamey, you know, so it's much more like guy video gamey kind of thing. My daughter really enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Okay. So, um, so, will, so will you miss it <laughs> now that it's gone? Uh, I'm I'm fairly certain that uh, whatever they're replacing it with this, you're, it will be equally as amusing. I think it's the shooting aspect of it is the the fun part it's not the theme yeah so yeah it was like an underwater kind of alternate reality with things shoot coming at you and it, it's just a fun kind of shooting game um to play play um and you, it scores but i'm sure that sh- shooting jelly jars will be equally fun so <laughs> yeah it is it is so my husband and i went um a couple days ago for our anniversary and because fun fact we actually had our first date at knots so, so we cute. were like let's go back for That's our anniversary so i love it so yeah <laughs> nice. so it's really really cute it's like they do a very good job um kind of mixing the screens with the um like physical props so you you kind of like go past certain areas that are physically built and then you get to the screen areas and the screens are surrounded by other physical props so it blends in really nicely and the only thing i will say is it's kind of difficult to know what you're supposed to shoot so like for midway mania you know you've got the targets and you know how much different things are worth point wise right but for this one the whole object of the game is you're trying to stop these pie thieves who are the offspring of the original antagonist. So I think his name is Crafty Coyote. And so then he had his own like litter of kids. And so now they're all like trying to steal the pies and stuff. So, I like it. Consistent. I like it. Right? So but like when we were playing it, I was shooting at everything because everything does something funny. So like, you know, you might shoot it at a character and they're like, whoa, or something. And then you hit the pie and it's like bonus points. So it's like, oh, okay. I guess I'm supposed to hit that and not like the other people. So sorry. But <laughs> yeah. And the whole time you're playing this, they pump in boysenberry pie smells. So it <sighs> smells amazing. That's awesome. And That's then they great. do this really cool thing where um, you stop it at a certain point and it's almost like it's how do I explain it? It's kind of like Star Tours where, you know, like you're you're in your vehicle, but the way that the screen is projecting, it makes it feel like you're kind of in motion. It's okay. really weird. It's like a weird sensation, but yeah. So like, it, and I don't think Midway Mania does anything like that. So it's, it's kind of like if you took Midway, but then like plussed it a little bit, you'd have this ride. I like it. It's really cute. Wow. So two thumbs up. I, I miss ride. rides. I, well, I get to go on some rides, hopefully this Saturday. Sunday. Yay! No, I'm going on Sunday. <laughs> uh, I will let you guys know how that goes. But I haven't been in knots in a long time. How much are knots tickets? 
I want to say it was $55. Oh, man. So affordable. Right? That was the one thing I kept thinking, too. I was like, wow, for the two of us to go, it's the equivalent of... No, it's not even the it's equivalent not even, of a one-day like, ticket. It's still less. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> That's crazy. You know what the scary thing is? If you're going to go, like, three times, it's cheaper to buy a pass. Right? That's right? so... Yeah. Wild. Wow. Yeah. It yeah, blows my mind. I mean, even now, halfway through the year, I mean, he, the weird thing about Knott's Berry Farm Passes is they're on a year thing. It's not like if you buy one today, it ends in a year. This ends at the end of 2021. Oh, okay. So that's why you really want to buy it on January 1st, and they mm-hmm. actually have special deals that happen somewhere in like an um, October, November, where if Ooh. you buy your pass, like right, like an October, uh, October, November, 2021, um, you can start using it immediately and use it all of 2022. Oh, snap. That's um, so awesome. like, these are for like new people and it's like, you, you want to get the one that I forget it has like a Knott's Berry farm. Um, you, you get the parking, but mm-hmm. it's like, um, it's 17 bucks a month. Wow. wow. It's what is that like? <laughs> for yeah. I mean, it's what is that? I mean, it's it's something in fact, you know, it's funny because um I have a pass, but right now I'm not taking advantage of it because my um daughter's not vaccinated and I'm very conservative. It's two hundred and four dollars wow. for an well. annual pass, and that includes parking, I believe. Oh my god. It might or maybe it might be the platinum pass, which is twenty eight dollars a month. So usually what we do is we get one person you know I I'm sorry. We get one person to get the platinum pass, which is my daughter that has parking. And then the wife and I get the cheapest pass, which is thirteen and a half dollars a month. Wow. Let me repeat that. Thirteen and a half dollars a month. Oh, it hurts. <laughs> wow. And and we go in we go in um park with her pass and then we use her pass to discount everything. It's like twenty percent <laughs> discount on food and that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So, yeah, so it's it's essentially sixty bucks a month for all three of us to have passes. And unfortunately, I, I tried to cancel mine, but it, it's I cannot figure. I don't think I can because of the way the contract's written. Mm. Uh, hmm. it, it is what it is. But I mean, it's so cheap where it doesn't actually hurt that much. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking like you know sixty bucks, and in theory, I can go and you know I I did sign the contract. No one knew there was going to be a COVID, and anyways, versus Disneyland with their what was the highest one like a thousand. 400 i think yeah i want to say yeah. something like that and what's insane <laughs> what's also interesting about the knott's berry farm uh, uh platinum pass is um uh hang on let me get this is knott's berry farm is owned by a larger company called cedar fair which is mm-hmm. out of ohio and they have a ton of different, so they have Cedar Point, they have, um, let's see, they got Knott's Berry Farm, they have um, the King's Dominion, King's Island, um, and a whole bunch of other places, right? Mm-hmm. If you buy the top pass, you can go to any Cedar Point in the whole United States. 
and they have something like 16 properties. Versus $2,000 to do Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah. In one oh, pass. Some teen, I'm sorry, some teen, they have some teen amusement parks in the United States. So if you get the top end one, you can go to any of the 17. Man. That's cool. Again. I don't know where all of them are, but. <laughs> but, man. Man, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I, I think. I've heard lots of people say that, like, okay, I'm done with Disneyland. I'm going to go be a Knott's Pass holder. And I was literally, just, I just had that thought while we were talking about that, <laughs> that exact thought. Right? It's like, I can see why. Yeah. yeah. That kind of savings, you know? Well, well for, for me in particular was my daughter was younger. And I will tell you, there's nothing beats Dis- Disneyland for a one, two, three, four, you know, Single digit kid, right? Okay, but once they become closer to a double digit, Cedar Point has a lot of um, roller coasters and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. You know those types of things. And she loves Disneyland to this day. She still wants to go back. We want to go back. We were thinking about passes if they had passes, Um, but she had never. She never had been into Knott's Berry Farm. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, wait, you've been you've been holding out on me, Dad. There's another amusement park <laughs> nearby, you know. So surprise. she's yeah, surprise. It's like, so what else are you hiding from me, you know? So, <laughs> so she's having a ball because we've only had passes for two years, and it's like a whole park that's brand new, you know. Nice. She, you know, and and she loves Snoopy, and that's uh that's the relationship Cedar Point has a relationship with um peanuts mm-hmm. so she is something new for her she'll always love disneyland but this is something bright shiny and new and she loves it so right so in the meantime i'm going to save money do knott's berry farm right now and then when the passes come out i'll take a look at passes at disneyland but i might start like going to disneyland several times a year with Knott's Berry Farm passes, and then like every other year or every third year, get Disneyland passes until mm. she goes to college. That's a good idea. Yeah, I like it. Because especially so, right now, while they're trying to figure out themselves, at yeah. Disneyland. And I'm myself. still going to go to Disneyland three times, three five times a year. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, you know, like, and we've been talking about it, it's so busy that I'd rather spend a full day and have a full day, like a vacation. Yeah. Than, like the, the way we experiencing it, we were experiencing it before. Mm-hmm. But I might change my mind. You'll see me with a pass again and <laughs> just kidding. My words. Yeah. yeah. All right. While we sit on possibly becoming knots annual pass holders, let's take a quick <laughs> sponsor break and we'll be right back. Main Street UCI is sponsored by the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education, a U.S. News Top 10 public university. Do you have an educational goal? At UCI DCE, we're here to help. With over 60 professional certificate programs, we've helped over a quarter million students meet their career goals, and we can help you meet yours too. You can find us at ce.uci.edu. Dream big, take risks, be amazing. Okay, so welcome back, everyone. My 
today's topic for me is no surprise, apparently. I guess Ben and Jennifer <laughs> know me really well now. Uh, and it's going to be the first episode of Loki. So this is your, I'm just letting you know, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched Loki yet, by the time you're listening to this, just, you know, be aware. There was nothing super shocking, um, like, that I can remember from the show. Uh, I did watch it. It came out on Wednesday. That memorable, huh? Yeah, I mean, and I watched (laughs) it on Wednesday. So it's been two days since I last saw it. (laughs) Um, But it was, first thing I want to say is, Loki is just the episode length is true to what you see. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause with WandaVision and um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, it was like 40 minute long episode, but the actual episode was only like 20 or 25 because the credits took up so much time. Oh yeah. yeah. It's like That's right. The, the credits yes. in 14 languages. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but Loki is like true to its word for the most part. Like I think the first episode was almost 50 minutes like in length, but the episode it's like the episode itself was 40 or 42 or something like minutes. So it 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 lives up to how long you would think it should be. <laughs> um, so that was like just really nice cuz I kept I remember I kept looking at like how much time is left. Like is it going to be over soon? Are they going to like leave us on a cliffhanger? But it just kept going and I was like, "Oh my god, I love this." Um, <laughs> but okay, highlights of Loki is I guess if you don't know what the show is about, that uh, I'll I'll bring you up to speed. It's this Loki is the one that splits from the original timeline, um, basically in Endgame, when the Avengers go back in time to go find all the Infinity Stones, they go back to 2012 New York, like that first attack in New York, that Loki attack New York. They go back to get that Tesseract. Right. Um, but things go wrong because Hulk, just comes into the game and you get a Hulk smash <laughs> and they <laughs> lost. Quack, 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 quack. Yeah. So they lost the Tesseract or it was Tony, um, Paul Rudd, Ant-Man and uh, Captain America. They were the ones that were supposed to get the Tesseract. Hulk of 2012 comes in and like whacks the Tesseract out of Tony's hand. And mm-hmm. it ends up at the feet of Loki and Loki's like, already in handcuffs. He's supposed to be taken back to Asgard and like stand trial. Um, but he sees a Tesseract like at his feet. So of course, while everyone's like all distracted, he picks up the Tesseract and just like beams away. And then that, that's the last that we've seen of him. Um, and then this is where, so this is where the show starts off is after he picks up the Tesseract, he beams away to this like desert like place. And then he doesn't know where he is. And then these people come out from like a vortex kind of thing. And they were like, you are a variant. You must come with us right now. You've disrupted the timeline. Um, so they take him back and he's like, what's going on this whole time? He's super confused. And you as a viewer also super confused for the most part, you don't know what's going <laughs> on. So these people are part of what is known as the TVA, which I think stands for the time variant authority and yeah and so they basically um they're the 
timekeepers or they're the people who help the timekeepers keep time. <laughs> um, you learn. So when Loki is, he's waiting to stand trial basically because he is, he, he violated time. So he has to stand trial. Um, <laughs> so while he's standing trial, they play this video for him. And then obviously for you as a viewer to get a back story on what the TVA is. And it's what I just said. There's these once upon a time, all these, time not timelines but there's a multiverse we know this they all existed Mm -hmm. separately but then something happens where they start to converge with each other and then this like the world almost ends and then these timekeepers come they don't say from where they just say these three timekeepers come and restore order by bringing all of the verses together and then Mm -hmm. now they're keeping the sacred timeline so, which is interesting. Um, so that's the TVA does what the timekeepers tell them to do in order to keep things, you know, to, to keep the world from ending. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to let you know, you've been saying a lot of things and I still have no idea what you're talking about. I- <laughs> <laughs> right? Like some of it does kind of make sense. Like this sounds very much like it'll tie in with Dr. Strange. And his whole oh, I'm like, sure, I'm sure it will. You know, but at the same time, it's like standalone. we we probably should have said spoilers, but not really. Yeah, right? <laughs> spoilers, but it'll still be kind of confusing unless it's, you've read the comics. I guess maybe, maybe I don't know. I wouldn't know. This is this is not the comics, though. Oh, it's comics, its own thing yeah, entirely? Like, entirely. The the I think the actually most of the Marvel movies, um, they read some of the they read the comics. And they picked the best parts that they they picked things that they liked the most, but made their own storylines for the most part. Oh, I see. Okay. So, so the thing is that you the characters are somewhat true to their characters in the comic books, and it depends on which version of the comic books. But they're all. This is a completely different universe. It's the Marvel Cinematic Universe has very little relationship story wise to the comic books. Mm. interesting um but yeah how you feel that is how i also felt watching the episode because i was like this is all very cool but it's all new i had no idea what was <laughs> you know it's like i mean it makes sense it's the first episode so they're setting everything up for us um mm-hmm. so he stands so loki stands trial he's found guilty which means he has to be eliminated i think or something because he's a variant. So, so it's, it, they have the, the, the people who work for them. They have this monitor thing where they can see if a variant is like goes off the sacred timeline, like how soon until they, the world ends essentially. Yes. Uh, and so they have to like reset everything and get rid of the variant or whatever it is. So they say he's guilty, but then this is where Owen Wilson comes in. And he is doing, he's an agent of the TVA. And he's like, uh, I don't know. He's some sort of like detective that's trying, he's following some creature, some being that is actually destroying. Uh, I don't know. I This is where I don't really follow. I'm sure it's going to make more sense later. But every time a team gets sent out to reset a timeline, 
they take like that person who messed up the timeline, they take them back and then they set like this charge, kind of like this bomb that just destroys that timeline. Right. But there's some, there's this being out there that's actually, I guess, either knows or anticipates the reset of the timeline. And they are actually going and just like letting the timeline stay somehow like he kind of inter that person or thing has been interfering so that's what owen wilson is trying to figure out so he thinks that loki is the key he actually says that he thinks loki is the person who's going around interfering with things and loki's like what are you talking about and so then they take or owen wilson takes him into this room and he shows loki his greatest hits or kind of like a reel of his life up until then uh, (laughs) which is pretty funny you see a bunch of different things but then he also shows him the future which is interesting because we as viewers of the marvel cinematic universe we've seen these things happen like we've seen um loki the loki and thor's mother being like killed right but that hasn't happened to loki yet or the 2012 loki so he doesn't He's like, that doesn't happen. But, um, and then he shows Loki him actually getting killed by Thanos, which we know, but like he doesn't know that yet. And so it's like a real big, like, what? I have to remember who is who, like, which timeline we're looking at. Um, but that's kind of it. Oh, funny part that I wanted to say is probably, yeah, it's funny because there's no magic in this TVA space. So Loki's like running around. He escapes at one point. He escapes custody at one point, And he's trying to find the Tesseract because they um, confiscated it from him. So he goes and he finds this drawer and he opens his drawer. And then not only does he find the Tesseract, but he finds all these infinity stones just like laying oh, in a drawer. And he's like, oh, my God, because obviously he knows what they are. He's like, oh, my God, I, I, I could be Thanos, right? But then one of the oh TV no. workers comes over and he looks in the drawer and he goes, oh, yeah, um, we don't really know what to do with those. We actually have a lot. We use them as paperweights. Oh, my God. And Loki's like, do you know what these are? But they just don't work there because there's no magic, which is just yeah, very funny. Oh, that oh, makes me God. wonder if, like, um, Vision, like, if he ever got one of those extra stones or something, or if yeah. he was ever uh, in oh, that Oh, you know area. it's going to come back around. Yeah. That's my it, prediction. It is going to come back around now. He'll come back to life. But then, like, would that even work, though? Like, if he were to enter that area, would he just, like, die instantly right? because, like, <laughs> no stone doesn't work? Yeah. I don't know. It's... It's all very new, like very much a setup episode for future ones. Because I still am kind of unclear about the whole Loki and Owen Wilson relationship. Like, why? Right? (laughs) I don't know. But WandaVision was kind of like that too, right? Mm -hmm, Where it was just like, well, this was really cool, but what? What's going on? (laughs) What are these voices? What are the commercials? Mm -hmm. Right. Interesting. I recommend. Okay, now, I, now I have to sit down and watch it. Especially because it is truly like a 40-minute episode. <laughs> right off the bat. <laughs> nice. I kind of don't mind that. Like, if it's a if it's establishing a lot of stuff, I'd almost prefer that. Like, have one really long episode that 
like brings you up to speed, sets the stage, introduces all the characters so that this way, the next ones you can kind of just relax and, and mm-hmm. focus on the story more. Interesting. Cool. Um, my turn, I guess. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So I thought this was very interesting. I've seen this before. Um, the, I, I, the Disney store, we all know about the Disney store and we all love the Disney store. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if you can't go to Disneyland, one of the best things, if you want to get merch and they all often have limited edition merch, that's not available in the parks. And I think now they're starting to have some of the park merchandise available in Disney stores that you find at your local mall. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is about 20 to 25 years ago. I'm not sure if anyone remembers, but do you remember there used to be something called a Warner Brothers store? No. No. So Warner Brothers was trying to take a page from Disney, and they opened up their own shopping mall stores where you can buy Bugs Bunny merchandise, T-shirts, and they were really large stores, and they were themed very Disney-like when you go to Disneyland or a Disney store. Mm-hmm. Um, often, like, two-story, like, high ceilings, not two stories, but, like, high ceiling places where they'd be, like, 20-foot ceilings so you could see big statues of Bugs Bunny and such like that. Mm-hmm. They had one in San Diego. Um, I can't remember if they had one here in Orange County. And um, towards the end, uh, be- right before they closed, they used to sell a lot of Harry Potter merchandise. Oh, nice. So you could go in person, check out all the Harry Potter merchandise, buy Bugs Bunny plates, whatever, get your um, Warner Brothers on. And I forget why, if they did do well, but eventually they closed down all the shops. But there was a lot of these shops. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now, now the new thing. Um, taking a page from um, Disney, there's something called Netflix dot shop. Hmm. So now hmm. Netflix wants to get into the game because you know they have created a lot of new um, IPs now for themselves, right? They mm-hmm. got Stranger Things that people love, and um, so they are now now it's virtual and online. But they have now created their own virtual online shop where you can purchase things related to uh, related to their IPs. Ooh, so, so I thought cool. that was kind of, I think that's kind of interesting. So yeah. Netflix.shop, um, I thought they were supposed to put Stranger Things. They got Eden. They got um, uh, Yasuke. Uh, so if you're watching those things, this is where you get the merch. Ooh. And I only expect more and more and more and more to start showing up here. So, yeah, and they're right. not cheap. Is These names new? I haven't really heard of. Or like how new or when did they launch this? Do you know? I mean, like days ago. Oh, so okay. I, so uh, they're brand just new. Star- yeah, so they're just starting. They're just starting to um, sell merchandise. Hmm. So. Yeah, I'm not familiar with any of these um, uh IPs. Shows, IPs. Yeah, yeah me but too. The the designs are really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with them either. Um, but now I'm kind of curious. These these may be the shows I want to watch just yeah, because right? If, right? If they think they should build IP. I mean, like some merch related to it. Maybe it's something I want to watch. I haven't no. watched a lot on Netflix recently. 
I wonder if it's because I know I've seen Stranger Things stuff at Target. So maybe it's like they have to let those contracts expire or something. Or, yeah. yeah. And then they can start putting up stuff. Yeah, possibly. Hmm. And, and you know, um, there's a uh, Netflix has. Did you see Lupin? Lupin? Pan? I've heard of it before, but I haven't seen it. Haven't okay. Seen okay. So I'm more familiar. Okay. So there is a Japanese anime called Lupin, Lupin the third. Mm-hmm. And it's based off a gentleman thief. It's a French book series of books about a gentleman thief. And the anime, what they did was they said, this was the great, once the IP died, cause I mean, this is books like Sherlock Holmes. They made an anime series called Lupin the Third, which is is like goofy great nephew or something like that. <laughs> They've now rebooted Lupin kind of like Sherlock, the television show. Mm-hmm. So now they have Lupin, who's an African or French African guy, and it's a television show based off a gentleman thief who lives in the present time. Oh. And and it's my wife saw it. I haven't had a chance to watch it, and she sa- says it's very good. And they're going to be developing merchandise based off of that as well. Hmm. So I mean, I could see like for um like they had altered carbon. I could see altered carbon stuff, and we'll see. Hmm. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, and they're supposed to have Stranger Things. I heard and The Witcher, which. Oh. You know, that type of stuff. So mm-hmm. I think they're just opening the store. So um, th- I think it was announced yesterday. Hmm, that's new, new. New, new. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, awesome. By the time this is released, you know. It'll so be just new. <laughs> it will yeah. be just new. Because, I mean, that's the thing. You, like, I don't know. I I always like when I can buy something that is an exact replica from whatever the show is. Like, you know, I, I think one time they had some kind of like Lord of the Rings, uh, like giant leaf plates, but it kind of looked like the actual elvish leaves oh that they wrapped the bread in and so i was like oh my god that's amazing or like you know like stuff like that where it's like oh wow this really exists like i go crazy for that so if they I do that with some netflix screwdriver. yeah see like stuff like that where it's like oh snap it's it's real you know that's why i have a lightsaber because i was like i need one I'm i got sorry. one of those too you know <laughs> <laughs> Well, I like just having those things laying around the house. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not overtly nerdy, but I like it when people just like go over to my desk. And it's like, is that a sonic <laughs> screwdriver in your pencil holder? Yes, it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You never know when you need one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah, that's really neat. I'm glad that more places are starting to do that. Like. It's nice I, to, to show your love for a series yeah. beyond just watching it. And it also looks like they're collabing with um, like artists. I don't know if they're small artists or big artists, but it's kind of like making it like cool streetwear versus just like the overtly like, this is the show. These are all yeah. the characters on a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Shirt like, logo. <laughs> <laughs> like, have you seen Crocs have been doing collabs with other people yes oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and kentucky fried chicken which is insane oh yeah 
Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just neat to see other people who are interested in the product, who are famous in their takes on those products, which end up maybe you like them. So mm -hmm. I still won't wear Crocs in public. Yeah, I just I don't. I'm sure they're very comfortable, but I just I can't get over <laughs> the look of them. Oh my god, I used to be like that too. I was like overtly against Crocs, but my boyfriend mm -hmm. loves them. He literally wears that's like the only shoe he wears. <laughs> Are they so super now, comfy? I mean, like I'll I'll wear his when we're like either camping or like snowboarding as like just like a in between kind of shoe like a slipper mm -hmm. i won't like wear them out but he loves them he's like they're so comfortable like he um we were we were talking about like when we're going to california adventure this weekend and i was like i'm gonna wear my nikes because i need like comfort i need to be able to run <laughs> you know what mm -hmm. i mean like all day standing what are you gonna wear and he goes is it bad if i wear my crocs and i was like you're gonna wear your crocs for like 12 hours <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> so i mean he thinks it's comfortable you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. I, you know i'm not gonna lie i own two sets but they're designed for like outdoor slippers right like, yeah so like when i'm running around in my yard and i'm just exactly. like oh, i need yeah. to go water the plants i'll yeah. put them on and yes. but like if you catch me in the mall with them please shoot me <laughs> put me on my mystery but i don't I, know man because some of them are, are like super collector's items like those kfc ones and then i guess they came out with um lightning mcqueen ones that sold out <laughs> almost instantly too yeah well you know so. what the, the other thing is that apparently um people who work in the medical field swear by them mm -hmm. so i guess there's a lot of nurses i mean they they actually there's lots of um medical professionals who wear them because hmm. they're so comfortable they melt to the shape of your feet oh interesting and i even feel like they because they were so popular they made like a a medical grade one Whoa. they did something else to make it even more um you know more uh medical friendly i mean but i mean it's hmm. not like germs are going to live on a plastic you know what I mean? You could wash them more easily, I guess. Definitely. Right? Yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah. So there you go. Nice. And Disney sells them. So, I mean, they're kind of the official shoe of Disney when you think about it. <laughs> My daughter wore them until she was like about six. That Between that and Keens. Either mm -hmm. she had Crocs on or she had Keens on. Mm -hmm. And for kids, they are just spectacular. Mm. Um. Because the, the other part is, as your kid grows, it's like, yo, they always seem to be wearing shoes that are too small for them. Mm -hmm. And Crocs are always so roomy that, you know, it's like, and you can see exactly where their toes show up. You yeah. Know, go to. It's like, okay. Yeah. But, it's um, time. <laughs> but now she doesn't wear them as much. But, um, but yeah, they're great for kids. Hmm. Well, maybe I'll have to try some just to, just to see, you know? You can get them at the outlet mall quite often. Yeah. Ooh. I just, I like them because they're close. Well, you know, the original ones, they're closed toed. So mm -hmm. yeah. I just want them like when, like I said, if I was going camping or an outdoor thing where I don't want to necessarily be like in hiking boots or like shoe shoes for a long time, but I need to change or just like get from the tent to the car or something like that. And if it's mm -hmm. cold outside, then at least my toes aren't like in the elements <laughs> it's closed toed <laughs> so it's slightly better uh i don't know if i'll ever wear them like 
as a normal shoe, though. Oh, I take it back. <laughs> the Excel at the beach. Oh, I bet. Because oh, you could just rinse okay. them out, right? Yeah. Because first sense. of all, the, the thing is, like, you know, when you get sand trapped, no matter what, if you can wear any type of shoe, you're going to get sand in your shoes. Mm-hmm. So this one is just like fully like, look, I know I'm going to get sand in here. But once you get off the beach, you knock them you know, against the car tire a few times and all the sand cuts loose mm. and you're good to go. Or you can go right into the water. Or the thing is that if they fall off your feet, they float up to the top and out it goes okay. out with a surf. Oh. <laughs> you won't lose them because, well, I mean, they do some, actually I've had one go out. It's like, oh yeah, the chase after them, but they're not going <laughs> to sink to the bottom, you know? So they I bet really, they'd be really good beach. for like splash mountain and stuff like that too. Exactly. Oh. So like water, water kind of activities. Um, definitely. Definitely worth it. And then they also sell lots of um, those gibbet things. Oh, yeah. um, Just to bring this, I'm just bringing this back around. They have a lot of Disney gibbets. Yes. Mm. (laughs) All right. You know, I might have to look into them just because like I, especially for like water rides or something, I used to bring a pair of flip flops with me and just swap Mm. shoes. But I've noticed that lately, if I wear flip flops too often, they kind of hurt my ankles. So... I might have to do something like that instead. But, but I like the closed toe part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was told, Emily, you're going to have to tell me if this is true, but millennials like them, but you have to wear them with socks. What? <laughs> That's what they're saying. It's like you, the millennials like them, but you have to wear them with socks. Or no, That's maybe, I'm sorry, funny. it could be Gen Z. Gen Z. I was going to say, I'm a millennial. It's actually Gen Z. <laughs> You don't qualify um, as Gen Z. I'm like a zillennial. <laughs> yeah, you're you're um, right on the edge. I'm right on the edge. I will say from my one data point, which is my boyfriend, um, he will wear his with socks and without socks. Hmm. It depends on the activity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. It depends on the activity or like how cold it is. Although he runs hot, so I don't know. I just know that he <laughs> is all about Crocs. He wants a new pair because... The current pair he wears, he's worn down so much that he needs new Crocs. And I'm like, I just, aesthetically, I can't, like, choose a cute one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're all the same. (laughs) That's how it used to be with, um, what are those called? Toms? Oh, yeah. Like, I used to hate them. I was like, those look so stupid, blah, blah, blah. And then what happened? Like, I bought a pair and I was like, oh, these are really, really comfy. And then they came out with, like cute collaborations like i'm currently wearing some my little pony ones that they came out with because i was like oh my god that's my my childhood i need it so and they're really comfortable but crocs might have to add to that (laughs) well i also like you know my daughter's had um wonder woman ones (gasps) she's had wonder woman ones jennifer is sold um (laughs) i know right done (laughs) we didn't get the lightning mcqueen ones but, I mean, she's had so many over the years that she's had all these amazing patterns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, there, there are certain types of gibbets that look like uh, flowers. Hmm. So, you can actually decorate the, your whole crocs with different size flowers. So, it, anyways. That's oh, cute. I like that. I wanted to add one last anecdote about crocs. Uh, in high school... I think my senior year of high school, for some reason, like Crocs were just like 
the tr- like it, it just came back out of nowhere just for that one year. Um, mm-hmm. And my friend asked my other friend to homecoming using Crocs. Like he went to the mall, <laughs> bought Crocs, bought like a couple gibbets and like gave them to her as a way to ask her to homecoming. And I was like, dang, like she got shoes and a homecoming date. <laughs> That's how I proposed to my wife. I gave her, no. <laughs> and, and, the, on. and the cool thing about the, um, the Disney Crocs is the holes aren't holes. They're actually Mickey's. <gasps> so oh. cute. Okay. Yeah. That's actually. Yeah. Cute. I'm just, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to, my brain, I'm trying to get all those brain cells moving. And it's like, yeah, she had the ones that had Mickey holes in them. So it's like the triple oh, holes. That's cool. All right. I might have to, next time I'm at downtown Disney someday. I'll have to look at those. I mean, even if it's just, I mean, if it's for around the house, I approve. It's just, I, I just can't get out of the house with them. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not the beach, I should say, if it's not the beach or pool. So. Okay. Everyone's <laughs> looking like there's dead silence. Everyone's like simultaneously looking on. Uh, we're, we're looking at Crocs. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a cue to end. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let us know your thoughts about Crocs. Over in the best <laughs> Nothing else that we talked about. Just Crocs. No. Anyway, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening and be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. Yep. And you can also find us on our Instagram and Facebook at Main Street UCI. Don't forget to, don't forget to send us your questions and requests. We love to hear from you. And thank you again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. However, Crocs, if you would like to support us, we would love to have you as a sponsor as well. Please. Um, check out, huh? Please. We, we can have a uh, Main Street UCI Crocs, Team Crocs. Yes. <laughs> yes. But in the meantime, check out DCE's uh, career boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we look forward to seeing you next time all wearing Crocs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.